Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Stephen McCarthy coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I am uh, the director of the McCarthy Project, and uh, we have been working uh, with coaches and teams and young athletes since 2001, and one of my biggest goals was to bring information to young people to really uh, talk to them about the opportunities of sports and what it brings to them in life. And so today we're going to be talking about the future of beach volleyball. And um, I am really excited about this subject because we are literally, I feel, you know, there's been a lot of programs, um, a lot of people. You know, it's funny because I was just reading uh, a book uh, wrote by Karch Karai, and he was talking about back in the 60s, you know, playing, you know, beach volleyball or sand volleyball, I guess, at that time. And it really does bring back a lot of really cool memories for me as a, as a, you know, I'm 47 years old, you know, back into the eighties, you know, in the nineties. So it is something that I think that young people really uh, should take a look at, you know, and, and really get a grasp for what's happening because the part that I really am excited about is that there is an opportunity here where it's sort of unorganized. There are opportunities that wouldn't normally be there when something you know, I'll kind of give an example. The way I see beach volleyball and where it's at is probably back in the 60s and the 70s with basketball. And basketball at that time, if you were good, you could play. If you loved the sport, you could play in college. You didn't have to be this big-time elite athlete, you know, that you know was six foot ten and had a 47-inch vertical jump, and you were all going to go to the NBA. And you would do it just because you wanted to, because it was fun. And one of the things that I think that beach volleyball is sitting in a position of where you can still play for the fun of it and you can be a really great player and realize that the fun and the love of the game is just as important as whether you're going to make a boatload of money as a pro athlete. And I think that's the biggest part of uh, in these kind of last uh, couple conversations about the future is that this is an opportunity to be grasped and to be uh, looked at as such, you know, rather than something that of um, just another sport or the NCAA has, has announced that the next step, which is a NCAA tournament, but they've already had the tournament for four years. The coaches association did a national tournament. And, it, and what's fun about it is that um, in the second part of the show, we're going to have a coach from uh, North Florida, Stephen Loswick, who actually played, you know, at USC uh, back in the 90s, um, started his coaching career, has been involved with the collegiate beach volleyball game since its inception, and uh, has been kind of able to see the full the scheme, the full scenic view. And so I'm very interested to air that interview. Uh, uh, I'll be doing that after the break here. But I just really want you guys to understand that Beach volleyball, it can be done as something that you love to do. It can be done because it's outdoors, because you want to do something really good, and it has some opportunities. Another thing that I think that's really key uh, that we'll be talking about with uh, Stephen is this idea of what does it mean to be a pro beach volleyball player? 
because so many young people now today feel that they're going to go to the Olympics or they're going to go to um, you know play pro volleyball for that good for that sake you know somewhere internationally and it's going to be this great thing and and we're all going to be able to make a million dollars and we're all going to be rich and that's why we're doing this i think Stephen really made a great point during the interview he said their only top 10 players could actually make a living make a living he's not saying they're getting hog nasty rich he said they're making a living and that's one of the things i think that's beautiful about the world of beach is that it can be done for the simple love of the game, that you can go out there, enjoy yourself, enjoy the camaraderie of a team, a team sport. You can enjoy the camaraderie at college. You get to play volleyball for four more years. And it really becomes this really fascinating um, mix of what college should all be about. It should be about enjoying yourself, playing a game that you love, studying, and, and, and really setting yourself up for the future. So, with that, we're going off to a break, uh, and then after, uh, Stephen will be coming on, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about the future of Beach and how it's changed the game and, and what different you know, coaches are going to be doing and what players are going to be doing, and hopefully it passes along some, some wisdom. Stephen McCarthy from the McCarthy Project, and we are coming to you from Minnesota, and we have been talking about this uh, area of the future of beach volleyball as it relates to the NCAA, and um, has been a very interesting conversation, because I do think it actually should change a lot of athletes' perspective, uh, maybe not in a major way, but at least uh, in other ways, and I'd be uh, very interested to hear uh, my next guest's perspective on this, because he's been involved with volleyball for a very long time as a player and then also as a coach, and uh, to talk about what he sees and why it is important. It may not be a game changer, but at least it's uh, a very major step forward in the right direction. So I've asked Stephen Loswick from North Florida. Uh, he is the head volleyball coach as well as the beach volleyball coach. Uh, how are you doing today, Stephen? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's fun to talk sport and talk philosophy and talk about the future. So um, right off the bat, what are your general thoughts related to the NCAA announcing the beach volleyball tournament? Uh, It's a a very exciting time. You know, just the overall growth of beach volleyball at numerous levels, um, you know, has has really pushed us forward and, and allowed so many college teams to so many colleges to field teams, um, which is, you know, put our emerging sport onto the actual NCAA championship list. And uh, it's it's just going to continue to grow. It's it's just probably the most exciting, fastest growing sport we got right now. And see, before we go there, because as soon, as soon as I ask the question, it comes back to you have the unique perspective because I'm older. I'm, I'm in the 50 range. Well, I shouldn't say in the 50. I'm only 47. But – I remember my version of beach volleyball was California, Karch Karai, and you had to go out there in order to play. You know what I mean? It was just that it was nothing more, nothing less, and you watched it. I mean, that was before ESPN back then, but it was on 
uh, ABC's you know, Wild World of Sports once in a while or something like this. But you have a unique perspective. You actually played kind of back in that era as well. Yeah, I, um, you know, after high school, I, I went to school at the University of Southern California. So I was um, fortunate enough to, you know, be from the East Coast, but go play indoor volleyball for the men's team at USC and, and being out on the West Coast for five years. Um, for sure, that's where, you know, beach volleyball, you know, started and that's where it got popular. And if if you wanted to play it seriously and try to make a living at it, you, you had to be you had to be on the West coast and, um, you know, things with, like you said, with, uh, more TV coverage and, you know, the things that are going on at the, uh, international level, the FIVB and the Olympic level, it's, um, it's just really has sparked an interest in people all over the country. So it's, um, it's definitely changing where, uh, where you can train and still be, pro- you know, productive as a, a semi-pro, um, you know, at the uh, at the beach level, and because I'm not sure, you know, there's only a top ten or so, fifteen can can truly make a living at it. But it's um, if you have a passion for it, and and there's you know multiple professional leagues right now, and or professional tours um, that kids can keep playing and and really enjoy what they're doing. See, and that is an interesting – and I'm, I'm going to delve right down into this right here because I think this is the part that is the most frustrating thing about youth sports in combination with college, in combination with pro-level stuff. There's a little statement that you mentioned is that, you know, in the pro level, the top 10 or 15 players, not all the 10 or 15 leagues, it's the 10 or 15 players can actually make a living at it. And so if you're looking at this as a big future money maker, probably not, but you can surely enjoy the sport and surely get outside and start to enjoy all the other benefits of just living a very uh, fun life with beach volleyball or indoor volleyball. Can you kind of speak to how that perspective should be changed in young people or do you think it needs to be? You know, honestly, it's it's very similar to, probably every other sport out there, you know, when they talk about collegiate football and collegiate basketball, you know, everybody, you know, has a dream of, of making the NBA or making the NFL. And when it comes down to it, <clears throat> collegiate athletes, there's only, you know, 1% that is going to truly make um, whatever sport they're playing to the, the professional division and then make a living at it. So, I think it's great to have those dreams and aspirations and, and you should push as hard as you possibly can to, to make it. Um, but in the meantime, you know, let's also make sure that, you know, we're getting a great education and, you know, we're, we're ready to be productive if, if that doesn't work out for you. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, it, and I, I've really thought about this particular subject quite a bit. And when you look at beach volleyball, you know, as it relates, it really can be a, fun experience, you know, to go out, play college sport, get outside, enjoy the outdoors, um, play a game that you, that you, that you love, if you will, and, and enjoy, you know, the process of college. And, and, and it doesn't have to be, um, I might kind of rankle something, but it doesn't have to all be about studying. You know what I mean? You can actually have fun with it, you know, rather than 
having to be a big stressed out thing. And if my elbow is not exactly in the right spot and I miss that one shot, that life's going to come to an end. And um, so kind of give us some of your thoughts related to, you know, a proper perspective for a young 15, 16 year old athlete looking to play beach volleyball. Yeah. With the amount of opportunities that are currently here and, and, you know, the amount of opportunities we see coming up in the future with, you know, hopefully uh, more and more colleges adding the sport. Um, you know, the opportunity to play that sport you love for another four years, um, you know, while being at a school you want to be at and, and, you know, doing well in classes. And I think it's just, it's an amazing time um, for whoever's interested in beach volleyball. And beach volleyball is an extremely fun sport. And it's, um, you know, and, at the college level, you know, the first four years of, of beach volleyball, um, you know, it definitely was new and exciting and, and fun and, and it's still going to be fun. I, I do think that the more the, um, more of the larger schools that, that can kind of funded to a level where their coaches are, are, are making a lot of money, then there's going to become some pressure to, <laughs> for those coaches to win. And, and, you know, I, I do see the training becoming uh, very similar to indoor. Um, so, you know, whatever sport you have a passion for, you know, go, go, go to the university and play it and, and have fun, but also understand that, you know, the, whoever's coaching you and, and whatever program you're a part of is, you know, it's going to be their job not only to do well, you know, off the court, but it's going to be their job to win too. So, you know, yeah. the, the pressures are going to start to build the more the big schools come in. Yeah, it's kind of going to, you know, it's interesting because it's probably, you know, like um, kind of like a position where we talked about ESPN earlier, and I'm just going to throw an analogy out there. Before ESPN, I remember sitting down on a Saturday afternoon and watching five basketball games in a row because that was the only day that they were on. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And yeah. I remember staying up late, you know, on you know, at 1030 at night to watch the West Coast, you know, NCAA tournament, you know what I mean? Because that was the only time it was on. And you do kind of miss those nostalgic or you get those nostalgic thoughts, you know, of, you know, what it used to be and when it was just the four of us. Now, I have a quick question. Um, so you're part of the Atlantic Sun, which is probably one of the original, were you one of the original 15 programs as well? Yeah, we were one of the first programs. So we've, we've had it since the beginning. And then how did you come to the decision to do it? I mean, was it something that said, hey, this is like fun? Or what was kind of your, the general outlook? Well, honestly, I was kind of uh, lucky and kind of fell into it. You know, the um, the decision to have a, a sand program or a beach program um, had already been made when I accepted the uh, the position, uh, the head coaching position to be uh, kind of the director of volleyball to oversee both indoor and beach Um and, you know, there was a handful of schools. There's five schools in the in the Atlantic Sun that were part of that first 15. Uh, you know, and within our conference, that was the number that they needed to, in order to have a conference champion. So, you know, we've had a, a conference championship and a conference champion for the first four years. Um, you know, and it's honestly put us in a position to, uh, since we've had it since the inception, you know, the AVCA, when they're running the championship, um, you know, was very grateful that, you know, our, our conference put in so much work and so much effort to promote the sport that, 
you know, they allowed us to have an automatic qualifier into the, uh, the ABCA championship last two years. So, you know, that was um, really exciting for the the schools in our conference and, and you know, our teams that were truly fighting for something to make a the postseason. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Yes. So now that's good into the other area. How does it change your perspective? Does it change, you know, you have you talked a little bit earlier about the, you know, the major programs coming in with a little bit more funding, you know, being able to, you know, cause I know a lot of programs are like yourself where they're essentially being overseen uh, by the same coach. Do you think there's going to come a time where there's going to be a separate coach, you know, and that he's got his own recruiting database and he's, and, and it's not going to be so much crossover. I think that's where it's headed. You know, I, I don't know exactly, um, you know, each school's intention for the sport, you know, because there's a lot of great reasons for adding the sport. Um, yeah. But to be successful, uh, you know, the the schools that are able to, um, you know, provide a, a beach-only coach and, you know, maybe a full allotment of scholarships and, and recruiting money and things like that, you know, they're going to have a – um, a slight advantage to you know how much they can train and, and, and do all that. So, um, which is is really good news for um, you know up and coming student athletes, you know high school girls that are wanting to play because you know when this separation comes, um, there'll probably be less and less crossover kids who play both indoor and beach. Um, that's not to say there won't be any because I think it's definitely you know, possible to play both and be successful at both. But again, when you're talking about, you know, coaches' livelihoods and and things like that, then I think teams are also going to separate. So it's yeah, going to just provide more opportunities for people for girls. <laughs> well, it really does. I I think it's almost like the wild wild west. You know what I mean? Type of a scenario. You know, because I was talking with another coach, and he said, you know, in this world of recruiting databases and you know and and you know, you know, YouTube videos. He says, you know, I still get uh, the athlete that sends me a uh, uh, some video of them playing co-ed. You know, at the uh, at Lord Fletcher's. You know, that's where we play here locally. And then uh, some indoor tape and combined it together and said, yes, I'm a great you know sand volleyball coach. You know, <laughs> or not a coach, yeah. but a player. But um, it'd be interesting to see as it becomes more. Um, uh, I guess, for lack of better, commercialized and and more organized, it probably will lose a little bit of the luster in the end. But any other remaining thoughts? I know we, you know, said we'd spend about 20 minutes. We're kind of coming to the end. Anything that you could think of to pass along to young coaches or young athletes? Just the, uh, you know, the fact that there's so many opportunities to play and, and um, you know, the growing, the growth of our sport at the university level, um, it's just exciting. And, uh, you know, you can see it. It filters down that the amount of clubs and the amount of AAU programs and the amount of high schools that are officially sponsoring the sport. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a, a matter of time before, you know, a majority of the Division One schools add it. You know, I know you're up north, and it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes down, you know, in some of those Big Ten schools and, and if they decide how – and when, if if it's the right fit for them uh, to sponsor the sport, uh, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of spring sports that are already up there that find a way to be successful. So 
um, it's, it's going to continue to grow, and it's an exciting time, so I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Yeah, and we are the land of 10,000 lakes, I just want you to know. So we do have beaches, you know, from that standpoint. Yeah, so we do have the uh, the geography, I guess, to uh, – I guess is geography the right word for it? Yeah, sure. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I just was thinking that it seems like there should be some fancier word for it. But all right, Stephen, if anybody would like to get a hold of you, get a hold of your school, uh, how should they get a hold of you? The yeah, best way is email because, you know, coaches are always on the road, and but we always have our phones with us. So. Uh, <laughs> sure. And so just get on to the, to the uh, North Florida site, you know, athletic department. Yeah, That's right. I can give you kind of, it's a. S S dot Lozwick, S dot Lozwick, L O E S W I C K at UNF dot E D U. And you know, it's, I just appreciate you bringing me on. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for kind of 